language. City 97.3.
Blessing to be here this morning, and we are thankful for you allowing us into your space, whatever that space is. My name is Michael Mensa, and this morning we'll be having, as usual, another wonderful conversation. The year is gradually running to a close, so this morning we are reviewing the year. That's our discussion for today reviewing the year, and we are taking stock of our lives, of our family life, of everything that has to do with us. And some of the things we are going to look at includes the review, the resetting, the realigning, the redoing, the rethinking, the repositioning, the reinvigorating, uh, the, the resetting, uh, the repositioning, the revitalizing, and all the re's and the other things that have to do with it. So let's take this spot of music by Lauren Diagel, you see, and we'll be right back to begin the conversation. Good morning. in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and every Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know
your feet You'll have every failure, God You'll have every victory Welcome back. Today we're going to take it cool, but we are still going to look at what has been throughout the year. So good morning once again, and thank you for allowing us. I want to begin with the gentleman to my right. Good morning, Papa Amos. Good morning, And how are you today, sir? Very well. Um, God has been good. We have no reason to complain. All right. Great. So the year has gradually come to a certain point where we just have in excess about, we have about two weeks for the year to run up. And I think it's a good enough time to look at what the year has been. So today we decided to do a review of the year and to, together with uh, wonderful listeners and look at ways we can evaluate what has been and it may be the good, the bad and even sometimes the ugly and then look at what we have done well and what we keep need to keep doing well at what we have not done well we need to reframe or re- realign on and also what we could not do at all that we need to begin to do which is necessary and helpful so for you, where would you want to begin from, my brother? Well, I I think for me, where um, I'm sitting currently, I mean, this is one year that I've not traveled abroad. <laughs> okay. And that's quite striking for me. Because okay. it's unlike Amos. Mm, okay. Um, but it's partly because I decided that Given the pandemic and its uncertainties, I'll rather be around. Mm. Yeah, I got I got some foreign invitations, but really didn't give it much of attention. Okay. So taking it from there, but I've done a lot of internal travels, mm-hmm. more than any other year, and also done a lot of zooms and virtual meetings. Mm than any other year, even okay. not when the, the pandemic was at its height. Okay. If I, if I, <laughs> <laughs> if I look at, you know, this year in particular. Okay. Um, it's been a year where I decided to be intentional about everything. Mm. You know, so my hashtag for this year, last year was I resolve. Mm. This year was I purpose. Okay. And they are deliberately chosen for the year. So most of my postings will have I resolve to. I resolve oh, okay. to. I resolve to. Mm. That was for last um year and this year this I purpose. You notice that I would always add I purpose okay. to. Okay. 
I purpose to be a good person. Mm. I purpose to be this. Because mm. you recall that three years ago, we set ourselves a Better Me project. Yes. And I still have the things I wrote. Okay. And I go back and visit it and look at it. Mm. Now, so in terms of that bit of intentionality, mm. this has been a, a year where I've been very intentional. Okay. If I'm cutting somebody out, I cut them intentionally. Okay. If I'm getting involved, <laughs> I get involved intentionally. intentionally. Okay. You know, um, and I have also this year been able to achieve a target I set for myself, reading four books in a month. Mm. And the last quarter, I've done mm. five books in a month. Wow. And that, for me, mm. is refreshing mm. because previous years, many things would just Take overwhelm me. Mm. <laughs> and I would find a reasonable excuse not to read. Mm. But I have, I have, I've done very well. I mean, as I, as I was reflecting on the year's targets that mm. I set for myself, I realize how many of them, by God's kind grace, and the goodwill of people around me, particularly mm-hmm. my wife, Evelyn, mm-hmm. and our two daughters, Jiswa and Efri, mm-hmm. they have been very helpful to me okay. because they don't become overbearing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, when, for instance, I'm doing a Zoom to the U.S. that mm-hmm. ends around 2 a.m., okay. then 6 a.m. I have to do a Zoom to Australia. Wow. I mean, you need yeah. a reasonable family yeah. to appreciate this. That's yeah, true. And if you look at two days ago, I was on a Zoom mm. um, that started around 6, and I had to exit around 8.20, and then went on another Zoom that started at 9 and ended at about 11. Wow. <laughs> so you can imagine, yeah. if you don't have a family that is responsive mm. and, and, and generous towards you, they will think that you are not being good, okay. uh, you are just being uncaring, mm. and, and that aspect of it has been very helpful and I want to thank God and thank my dear wife Evelyn and our two daughters mm. uh, Jesua and Efriye and it's a year where boarding house now is becoming a reality <laughs> <laughs> and so we're gradually yeah. getting a similitude of emptiness yeah, and for me the, the it's refreshing is, yeah. exactly it's so refreshing I mean we started off as just the two of us mm. then Jesua came then Efriye came mm. Now the two of them are going to be away from us. So mm-hmm. it will revert to like the, the two of you. us. And I'm looking at older people around me mm-hmm. and how they are struggling to contain each other mm-hmm. when they are just left alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful to God that as I'm using this as the basis for preparation yes. for an emptiness experience, yes. I'm doing that intentionally again. Okay. <laughs> so, so one key word has been the word intentionality. Oh, yes, yes. Throughout yes. the year. That, the year has been a year of intentionality. And it's, it's paid off largely. It has. It okay. has. I mean, it hasn't been very smooth mm-hmm. as you would want, mm-hmm. especially when you have uh, projects and things that are dollar indexed and mm-hmm. the indexing of the dollar is skyrocketing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the anxiety and apprehension that comes with those things are deep. Mm-hmm. And and for me, that aspect has been biting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it puts a lot of strain and stress on you as as a family and as, as an individual. Um, but again, we've been very supportive um, of one another, and we we we're believing God for that grace to to um, continue. Um, there were a few targets that I missed, which I'm hoping to go back to. Um, 
2023, mm. giving them serious attention. Um, for a very long time, I've been looking forward to getting a company registered, but there was hesitation. So okay. for two years running, I was unsuccessful. But this year, as we close the year, mm-hmm. I've become successful. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and receive my, you know, tin number and everything. Okay. I want to do things right as a citizen of the state and be able to make sure that everything now that comes my way is officially documented. Like uh, Center for Peace and Reconciliation, like Lead Africa International. Mm-hmm. And so now... I have been able to get that done. Okay. And once there's closure to that quest, I can heap a sigh of relief. <sighs> yes, you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Well, let me come to the second gentleman in the house. Doc, good morning. Good morning. And yes, so now we are reviewing the year and together with a wonderful family out there on the airwaves and on the internet. What are the things that come to mind when we speak about reviewing the year? And how has it been for you? Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is the grace of God that has sustained us throughout the year. We may not say the journey has been easy, but it is the faithfulness of God that we have seen at every stage. Actually, for some time now, I've been doing a lot. I've done a lot of work, research, uh, written a lot of books, and some of the programs that I have developed for both academia, professionals, and all that. So, the time of uh, transition to implementing some of these programs and making it uh, accessible to all the people that will benefit from the programs has been our target this year. But So it needs a lot of things to be put in perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's been a year of transition from programs, research works, various development of um, professional tools and instruments Mm. for professional practices into implementation. Mm. And the putting together the structures and the planning is quite a tedious and a difficult one. And it's also very capital intensive Mm. because of the kind of vision and the kind of programs we want to run. Actually, I have in my mind that a kind of program that will not only focus on Ghana, Mm. but the whole of West Africa and Africa as well to other parts. So it has put a lot of, I may say, kind of pressure in the transition period, which has not been very easy. But in some of these visions comes with challenges, which also help you to understand some of the things that you need to work on and do and do well. And if you have a bigger picture in your mind, it's worth the challenges and some of the difficulties you go through. 
So I would say that it has been a very wonderful year of transition and a learning curve as well. And as much as that, I'm also happy because of the countless professionals that are going to be benefiting from the various programs, instruments that I have developed so far. And I'm also happy when I see the various um, institutions that we have so much impacted from both the government, the academia, the universities, and all that. I'm so happy. And I also thank God that the various... Uh, students that we have groomed mm. are doing so well, okay. and I'm so happy. I go to the School of Law, I meet with my students, and I know that they are already professionals, professional lawyers, judges, okay. magistrates, and all that. And I hear Dr. Hobson, in fact... I have a different perspective of my practice now. Oh, I have a different perspective okay. of my, the results I'm receiving from my work. I have a different perspective for how I'll have to handle this. Oh, Dr. Hobbs, I want to switch from this to this angle oh, okay. because of what I have got to understand by your programs and all that. It's so refreshing. Mm. And you go to various institutions, which I don't want to mention names, and you see lives that have been impacted. And then far apart from that, you are looking at the various individuals that have gone through different level of challenges and difficulties, which most importantly would have ended up in death. Mm. But you okay. see them alive today. Okay. Those of them that would have ended up on the streets and people give it up on their lives. Today you see them and you see how well they are doing and it is so fulfilling. Then you look at the family system and you see the various um, issues that could have happened in one way or the other. And then the innocent children that would have gone some way, also receiving some kind of uh, impact and are being become functional in one way or the other, it's also fulfilling. Then coming to the church, I look at all that I do as ministry. So my focus also has been on the church. And I also see the various leaders and various leadership in the various churches who also benefit from our programs. And then I'm so happy to see because it is not about the individuals, but when you are also touching people who also will end up touching other lives, then it's more like you are maximizing your impact to, and that was my purpose and my focus when I relocated back home to Ghana. When I was coming back, a lot of my friends say, what are you coming back to Ghana to do? Why do you want to come back? Mm. After all that you have done and all these things, why are you leaving? And some people even come to me and they th thought that a few people are doing something <laughs> to me. Because, because why should you think of having done all these studies and all that, and and then you just pack your bag and baggage and said, 
okay, you feel this time you are coming back home. Mm. It is like, is everything okay with you kind of thing? <laughs> Absolutely. So, and of course, when I came back, it has not been easy. Mm. And it's once in a while, I want to think like, was it worth, was was it worth, it worth coming the, back the, the in the, in the because decisions. of the various difficulties that you have to go through? And then you once in a while will ask yourself, have I made a mistake? And then at one point you want to say, no, I want to go back. There are a few times that my wife, Raina, will say, let's get back. <laughs> but at one point, she's someone who also loves Ghana okay. and want to do everything Ghanaian. Okay. So I say, hey, are you the one speaking like this? <laughs> so sometimes we call her Mother Ghana. Okay. You see, so the year actually in general has been very interesting. And uh, if you see what the, you have incubated over the years and the year too has contributed and you are looking forward to seeing what bigger pictures you have in the future and like I said seeing the whole of West Africa come into some perspective of uh, understanding or setting uh, critical issues mm. regarding our peace regarding our intrapersonal well-being regarding the health of society, regarding the health of our government, regarding the health of our um, industries. It, it is quite interesting what bigger pictures you can look to and see how God will help it to unfold. Mm -hmm. And finally, I always say that the family is what gives birth to the society. So if the womb that is carrying society is undermined, then certainly we'll have more challenges to be dealing with in the society. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy. And uh, finally, when I finish my project of developing how children can even resolve their intrapersonal conflicts, okay. because our children are going through different kind of problems and they don't really know how to handle it. And interestingly, even in the field of child psychology and professionals, there are little that we are able to do about children. Why? Because children go through a lot, but unfortunately they don't have the language to interpret what they are going through. A child may be going through something that an adult can say irritation. A child may be going through something which adult can say I am paranoid. A child may be going through something which, if it were adult, would say, I am angry. Mm. But how do the children express or explain what they are going through? Okay. And unfortunately, be not because they cannot explain what they are going through does not mean they are not going through things. Mm. They go through things. It's only that they become so vulnerable and helpless because they don't know how to interpret it. So one of my focus and my plan was I remember when I met Justice Theodora Wood in Washington we were having some discussions and I told her that my approach to peace and conflict resolution and also human psychology, I want to look at how in depth we can develop some instruments and tools to help children. Okay. Then he said, oh, when you finish, 
in fact, I want to be part of that program and see how it can evolve. Mm. So I was happy when I was able to finish it up, develop the various instruments, develop the various tools, and then now have written 10 books. Wow. 10 books which carry the various lessons that will help children navigate through how to understand their inner feelings and link it up to the language they can use to explain it and how to deal with it and how to help their other children, friends, also deal with theirs. And then can you imagine how children will sit in to resolve conflict between their parents? Wow. It's that, quite that's interesting. So, and that's uh, all. You finished it this year? Yes, we finished it. Okay. And then... Um, uh, just, uh, just the Theodora Wood was there to launch it and then we were able to actually put few things together that actually are helping and I'm praying that the other books that are incubation, mm. I'll be able to publish them this year and the various instruments that I have not submitted to vetting and assessment by the academia and all that I will be able to do it in the coming year. Awesome. Awesome. And I thank my family so much for being supportive, prayerful, standing in the gap and the transition has not been easy. The transition is yes. Thank you very much, Dr. Well. So if, if if you just joined us today we are doing the year in review for you out there as a family, as an individual um, as a group, as a team, we are looking at how the year has been and the various aspects, the review. We are looking at the resetting bit, the rewinding, the renewing, the redoing, the realigning, the reframing, the repositioning, the revitalizing, whatever it is that has been on for the year. We are saying that pause a little time to evaluate the year in perspective and then look at what has been very good like Doc and Papa Amos have shared with us and then where you need to change some things. You know the children have a certain game called change your style. <laughs> change your style. And then they say stay. Stay. So when you stay, you come over, then they throw the ball at you, and you have to try and dodge. If the ball hits you, then now it's your turn to throw the ball at somebody else. So this morning we are seeing Doc and Papa Emma's have shared their perspe initial perspectives. So now we are throwing the ball at you out there. So today we open the phone lines, and you can keep your messages coming as well of your review of your of your year or your family. You can do it first for yourself. You can do it also for the family. You can get your messages to us via. WhatsApp or Telegram on 0549986996. I go again. 0549986996. And we'll share it with the rest of the world. And we're trusting that we're able to open the phone lines so you can also bring your perspectives to bear. And let me go back to Papa Amos. Papa Amos. So when it comes to the issue of reviewing, what areas must people be looking at specifically? So well, let's start with the individual, then we come to uh, the family. So I use a simple template um, and being a Christian is based on the scriptures. Um, Luke 2.52 says, and Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and in favor with man. So 
I subdivide that into a quadrant. So I create a quadrant. Mm. Um, the first one is physical, matters relating to my health, my physical well-being, and all that. So this year in particular, I took medical reviews very seriously. Okay. You know, there was a day I I closed from farm life, and Evelyn was doing uh, an event somewhere. They, they call it storm. Yeah. They were storming somewhere. <laughs> and uh, when I got there, she said, Ato, they are doing free medical screening. Go and do it. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I was looking fine and everything. Mm-hmm. They said, no, you just go and do it. I said, I mean, what's the point? I go to check and my pressure is close to 200. Wow. You won't believe it. Meanwhile, wow. I had come to farm life and I was going home. Wow. Yes. And I said, oh, let me just pass by. Wow. Apparently, the back-to-back I had done, mm, you know, I told you yes, the Zoom shadows yes, and all that, yes. was actually telling on me, but I didn't realize it. Wow. And you could easily break down. Yeah. And people would say, oh, demons, evil. Mm. The, the, you know, so I took that and I said, no, let me go and check. And so we had to do a monitoring. I mean, they gave me a card where I had to monitor for 30 days. And with the consistency of resting and intentionally making sure that I focus on reducing the amount of pressure on me, it just subsided. And I came back to a point where the doctor was like, hey, this one is a miracle. (laughs) You know, I had moved completely away from that kind of scary figures to a far more appreciable, yes, you know, and it's been consistent for another 30 days without much of a problem. And so... That bit of personal health issues, and I've also been very careful uh, with fuzzy drinks. Mm. I've been very intentional. Look, the other day, I put together boxes of drinks I've received after functions. Man, I was scared. I looked at it and said, (laughs) so I was going to consume all this. (laughs) (laughs) So these days, when I go to meetings, I prefer to take water. I'm disciplining myself in the area of physical well-being, what mm-hmm. I eat and what mm-hmm. I don't eat. Um, it doesn't mean I won't take a drink. I may take it, but I have to just look at the aggregate. Put it within, yeah. Exactly. As for some other drinks, I don't want to mention their brands. I won't touch it. If you offered it to me for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's toxic for my body. <laughs> you know, that. so that physical well-being, mm-hmm. everything relating to your physical being, Okay. I like Doc often will talk about your intrapersonal well-being. I, mm-hmm. I pay attention to that, okay. and I review where I am standing physically. And so I used to have uh, a strong regime of using my uh, treadmill mm-hmm. that reduced because of my back pain, uh, but I will resume that this year. And thank God I don't have that back pain as it used to. So I'm going to go back to that regime. It's something I'm going to do. Again, then the other bit it says that he increased in wisdom. Mm. So my cognition, my mental health, um, the level of knowledge I'm acquiring in different areas uh, that I have proficiency in, I'm adding on to it. And that's why my reading bit, I've mm. taken it far more serious than I've done mm. in many years. Um, and I'm, I'm benchmarking it and making okay. sure... I do that. And I'm not just reading. I'm reading, taking copious notes. If I show you the the notes I've taken from these readings I've done, I Mm. summarize this chapter. Mm. 
Okay. Key points, key okay. lessons. I write okay. it down. And I make sure I write it because you can never tell when you lose that book. Yes, that's true. You see, mm-hmm. and as I give books to people, sometimes I even forget who has my book. And this year I'm going to recall. <laughs> Next week I'm going to call back all my They're books with people. Out, yeah. So if you have your book with me, please can I recall yours? <laughs> <laughs> and reading and taking notes is the way you teach yourself. Yeah. And so you can internalize whatever you are yeah, learning. Yeah. Yeah, really. Whilst you are writing, you are reproducing it mm. in your own terms. So yeah. certainly it becomes more participatory mm. and very practical yeah. to yeah. your life yeah. and to others as well. So, so the other bit also yeah. is he... he with um, relationship with people, yes, my exactly. social engagement um, as a citizen, as a human being, as a man, as a brother to ladies, mm-hmm. as a husband to a wife, as a father to my daughters and many other children. How am I also becoming socially compliant and consistent? Because, see, you can have a social engagement, but the consistency, if it's not there, yeah. people would easily throw you out. Mm. So I use this template also to look at my social dynamics around me, the ecosystem I am creating or I'm part of. So there are some groups I will never, ever Mm. get involved Mm. because they are inimical to what I am representing. Exactly. My value systems. Mm. Then the last bit is the spiritual part. Um, How am I doing spiritually? Because... Being a Christian, I also have people who are non-Christians. How I engage persons uh, in such a pluralistic setting is also very important. So I'm not going about pounding people with the Bible, as it were, but we can have conversations about real-life issues that affects all of us in a way that is non-sectarian. So those are things that this is a tool I use, and I've used it for quite some time. I, I, I picked it from um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm-hmm. um, Steve Covey's book, mm-hmm. um, and it's been very helpful, uh, very, very helpful for me. And I will encourage anyone who has not read that uh, material to, to, to look for it and read it. When I used to work with the Swedish organization, they helped me to uh, read a lot and attend their workshops and seminars from the Franklin Covey Institute. And it, it was such a blessing. I mean, there's not everything in there that I subscribe to, but at least they gave me an idea to have a framework to work with. And for me, I think that it's been very refreshing. So I look at it with this uh, quadrant, mm. and then it is the same way I also appropriate my time. And especially if you don't pay attention to your time and how it, it moves like water, you know, it's so fluid that when it goes, it doesn't get yeah. back. It comes back, and you have to use the previous times to time to do something else. Yeah. And whereas you could have used it differently. So these are these are some of the tools I am using. I don't know what Doc is using, and others are also using. But this is what I'm familiar with. Wow! All right, thank you. So you're looking at the quadrant in terms of the physical well-being, or the physical, the mental, the social, and the spiritual. Mm. Yeah, look. Let me come to you as well. And so this goes, of course, for the person. Also goes collectively for the family. Mm. Yes, doc. How about you? What areas would you look at? Okay. So somebody doing a review. What are the areas that they should look at? So Emma has given us for 
the physical, the social, the mental. Yes, I think and um, yeah. Amos has captured the the basic and the, one of the fundamental areas, which is especially the health. And I would say it should be an integral health, like he said, mental health, without which there is no other health. Because if your mental health is not stable, then certainly any other health becomes very difficult. And there will not be even any other health without your mental health. So uh, it goes with both your health mentally, physically, and spiritually, like um, Amos have mentioned. Then the next thing to do is to look at how you fit into your environment, fitting into environment and creating your environment. Most of the time, when people think about environment, they only look at a geographical location. Mm -hmm. They never know that environment even include people you look up to, mm -hmm. friends you build, programs you run, how you connect with others, yeah. and how you establish your dreams and your visions. I look at people, and one of the things I ask people is, can you tell me who you are? And it is one simple question that is very difficult for a lot of people to answer. It is because we tend to duplicate other people's in our lives mm -hmm. rather than being ourselves. Mm -hmm. And one major tragedy, like Miles Moreau will always say, is that it's not death. The greatest tragedy in life is not death. The greatest tragedy is living a life without knowing who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you don't even know what you want and what you need. So the best thing for people to do going forward is trying to know themselves. And it can be a, a target or it can be a, a resolution that in this period of time in my life, I have run, I have done a lot of things, but it is about time for me to sit and ask the question, who am I? To be able to identify, be self-aware, appreciate your strength and your weaknesses and then try to see what are some of the things to do in order to become a better person. You can only become a better person to yourself and only be useful to society when you are able to sit and ask, who am I? I always draw this example from Paul's example. When Paul says that, I have come to realize that there are things that I want to do that I'm not able to do them. But there are things that I don't want to do. Those are the things that I am gravitated towards in doing. So then, Paul did not just stop there. But he asked himself, what must I do to identify what is making me do that? What is causing me behave the way I am behaving? That I am someone that I, I don't do what I want to do, and things I don't want to do are things that I do. Mm. 
There are a lot of us that will find ourselves in that category unless we are not sincere with ourselves. So self-awareness gives us the opportunity to sit and ask ourselves these critical questions as Paul asked himself. And this is what Paul did. He started looking. He started searching. He started analyzing himself to a point when he realized that, oh my goodness, all this that is happening is not dependent on anybody, is not dependent on my environment, is not dependent on somebody's contributing to it. I don't have to blame anybody. At that time, a lot of things has happened to Paul. He has the Romans to blame. He has other disciples to blame. He has even the church to blame. He has all his critics to blame. He has people that have treated him badly to blame. But Paul resolved to say that I don't have to attribute all these things to anybody. When he went further, he came to identify what exactly the problem was. And this is what he said. I have realized that what is making me not to do the things that I want to do and rather do the things I don't want to do is in myself. It's in my body. It's in my own system. Mm. So if there is anybody to blame, I'll look inside me first and not the other people. Okay. So it is a point for people to start looking inwardly rather than looking for who to blame, rather than looking for whom to accuse, rather than to look for environment to accuse. So that would be one thing that I would advise we also take very seriously. And Paul went further, and what he said was that he has named what he has discovered and who he is, he was able to name it. And one of the things I always tell my students is that the difference between one professional and another professional is not only the head knowledge they have, but their ability to do proper assessment of a situation and to do proper assessment to issues they are dealing with, to do proper assessment of people they are dealing with, and to do proper assessment of themselves vis-a-vis their practices. And you are able to navigate through serious and challenges when you are able to do a proper assessment. An assessment does not only end up when you assess the situation, but if you are equally able to name the situation. So it is more like assessing and then naming the situation. So what Paul did was that after doing all the assessment, he came to name who he was. And that was interesting. He said, If I am a human being and I cannot do what I want to do and I'm rather doing what I don't want to do, then I am among all men the most miserable. It was that place of humility. It is that place of acceptance that he has reached. That is why and when he was able to cry out to say, who can deliver me from this of myself and then later he wrote that now I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me many people would Mm. take 
I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. Christ will strengthen me. Oh, but the process. But the process of coming to that, mm. coming to where okay. you can now do all of things acceptance. of acceptance. Start from mm. first asking a question mm. critical: mm. Who you are? Mm. Assessing yourself, mm. appreciating your weaknesses and your strength. Don't deny them. Mm. Accept them, and then. After your assessment, name it. And then from there, don't just sit. You need help. Seek for help. Call for help. And call for help. And there are a lot of helps out there. Don't just run this race as just a sole runner. There are a lot of people that actually are standing and are there to help. So that this life we are living... We can live it purposefully and then also have God to praise because not of our strength, but the very weaknesses that has been turned into strength. Amen. And the Bible said, so that the excellency of the power mm-hmm. that is revealed through us may not be of us, but be but of him. And when we go him. through the challenges, yeah. then the Bible said, we can comfort others with Amen. the same comfort that we also have been comforted. Awesome, awesome. So if you are just joining us, we are discussing the year and we are reviewing it for ourselves, all of us on farm life as a family. And a few issues have come up in the areas that we can um, look at. So we have looked at the physical well-being and that can has to do with how we physically take care of ourselves, what we eat, what we drink, how we rest, uh, the things we indulge in that have a direct bearing on our physical well-being, how we exercise, and all the other strands that go with the physical well-being. Uh, even how we read, whether illuminated light or not, how long we are using the screen and how mm-hmm. that has an impact our eyesight and all that. And then there's the mental recognition bit that has to do with uh, what we are consuming and how what we are consuming mentally through, through our mental channels, through our mind, through reading, through hearing, through anything that goes on to our thinking faculties and how that impacts us. So what have you done throughout this year so far when it comes to your mental well-being or cognition? Have you been reading? Have you been listening? Have you been watching things that have added to your well-being in any way? Then there's a social. The social has to do with yourself and your interactions with first family. Now family can be in different strands. Last week we looked at family and we created a portrait of the different family situations. But, you know, you have a nuclear family. You, if you are married, uh, you have a family. If it's just you, then you start with you, and then your family, your nuclear family, then becomes the family of your parents. If you have a family of your own, then your nuclear family becomes your family, with you and your spouse and the children, or adopted children, or your household. So, and then you have friends, acquaintances, colleagues at work. All those things form another part that you need to realign or review on. 
how are you managing your social dynamics so family you have the nuclear and you have the extended and then you also have friends you have colleagues you have work uh, mates and then you have other social groupings could be old school mates whatever how is the interaction what has been the effect on you has it been positive there are some groupings that tend to have more negative consequences on us than positive there are some groupings that tend to have very positive circumstances on us. So when you do your review, or as we do the review, what are the outcomes when it comes to our social interactions and its implication on us as an individual and then maybe to bear on the family collectively? Because you're always on the old school pitch and the kind of things you are posting there and the kind of things you are indulging in, if your child sees your phone by mistake, you may not want that to happen. So... These are all things we are reviewing and asking ourselves. Then is the fourth dimension, the spiritual. What is your spiritual connection? How close have you grown to God? And how has alert and how sensitive have you been in the things? How much does that mean to you? And how what is the effect of that on you? And then we've also looked at through the wonderful guys here in the studio that there's a need for self-awareness. You need to know yourself. And to know yourself, you need to ask questions. Who am I? What am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And then you need to drill down to identify what the causes are. So look and be sincere with yourself. So you look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good things, yes, you accentuate. The bad things you need to work on and reduce. So we are taking stock of how those things have been. And then you... After identifying that you, and you're being honest with yourself that, look, I need help or I need to make a change, identify the solutions, whether it's personal, intra, within you, or you need external help from outside, either from your spouse, from your sibling, from a professional, from whoever else may be the one who can give you that support. And then be committed to it, because if you are not committed to make a change, then the change cannot happen. And then implement it. And then also evaluate it periodically to be sure you are online and on course. And the key element whilst you are doing this is assessment and acceptance. You cannot change what you don't accept. If you don't believe that there's a challenge here or a problem there or something you need to get better at, then you can't do anything about it and you won't get better. Some of the other areas that come up also are the areas of the finances and how that and in our career development and our vocations, which we'll be looking at as we go along. So if you are just joining us, you can keep your contributions coming on 0549-986-996 via WhatsApp and or Telegram. Now I want to turn attention to the lady in the house, and then we'll hear her voice as well, and what she also thinks about the areas we can reframe on, and then... We'll take a short break and then we'll be right back. And then we'll hear from you. We'll open the phone lines today. So keep your messages coming as well. What are some of the areas? What has the year been for you? Has it been nice? Has it been, you know, like you say, on the, on the trajectory, whilst it's bad for some people, it's very good for others. <laughs> even, even during COVID, when a lot of businesses were going down, those who were producing sanitizers and uh, what do you call it? And uh, tissue, uh, disposable tissue, 
and then the containers were, were in good business. You know, but so do you know, do you know that people who say it's, it's, it's difficult time, but yeah. they are willing to go and buy a table at 5,000 cities you where you are giving 10 bottles of beer, mm-hmm. 10, 10 cans of energy drink mm-hmm. with your boys' boys. When mm-hmm. I was in Kumasi okay. over the weekend, yes. I was shocked. People mm-hmm. can spend that quantum of money. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one, two, three, four, five people. Okay. I mean, there are no tents and... Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Yeah. And then you you come and cry to me. So you see, coming back to the issue of priorities, maybe the best priority. Thing, so yeah. that's that's where the social thing is. So, so for somebody, that means a lot more to them mm-hmm. than something else. While somebody else wants something else too. So basically, that's why we are doing the review. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Marie, good yes. Morning good morning to you, Mickey, and everybody in the yeah. house and out, all the listeners. Um, hmm. It's <laughs> every day is a blessed day for me. That's my um, posture in life, mm. and um, I I I wouldn't say the the year has been bad, but I would say that the Lord has been my shepherd through the year. Mm. God has been very good to me. Um, I can't complain. Because um, there's something that I say in the Lord's Prayer, which is that He gives us daily our needs. And for me, if I have to review this year as a person, I would say that um, I have learned to live a day at a time. I have learned to live a day at a time. Um, yes, that doesn't mean that you don't have plans, big plans, or you don't uh, have long-term or medium-term plans. But um, they said um, Rome was not built in a day. And a journey of a thousand miles starts with a step. And my step is every single day. Because a day at a time, a moment at a time, and you'll be getting close to your vision. So you should I put down what I want and I try to achieve it in the little forms. And gradually, I see it all becoming a very big, beautiful picture. I Because I, I realized that in, in the past, probably maybe in the past year um, or the previous year, um, there were things that I got too anxious about and all that, which... It didn't really help me. And uh, um, if we remember, um, Mickey was talking about mental health, your psychological um, frame of mind. It's it's very important. And that's one thing I've been working on mostly this year because I realized that um, during the COVID period and all that, I didn't even notice until I sat down to do some introspection and realized that... Um, um, mentally, I had hurt myself so much. Mm. I, not somebody else. Mm. I had allowed so many things to get into me, and it has um, it had affected me in different ways. Okay. And so, when you see such things as a person, when you take stock, when you um, do an introspection, when you review your life, you sit down and you look at where your strengths were, where your weaknesses were, or you try to redo, redo 
So you spin the wheel back to where you found yourself in that situation and try and work on it. Work on it. And psychologically, it, 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 has, it bothers around everything. Your family life, your spiritual life, your you know, physical life, even eating and all that. As we are aging, you see the body goes through different ch- uh, um, changes or metamorphoses into different things. And, and you have to come to terms with every stage of it, understand mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. even know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take that time back to um, realign or to understand how you're becoming, because I remember uh, um, um, Doc saying that sometimes we need to ask ourselves, the, who am I or who are you? It is good to find out who you are at every moment in time because we are dynamic people. We change, whether we like it or not. There are some people who will tell you, I don't change, I never change. You know, But it's not true. We change. We change. We change the way we talk, the way we do our things. We change because people rub on us. Our environment, the ecosystem in which we are, impacts on us. And so we change. But if we take that little time and sit back and look at the things we've done, the results we've got, and then you ask yourself, is that the result I wanted? Was that the way I should have done it? What's the better way I can do it? Some of all these things will help you to come to that realization that it can still be done. You don't, you never really give up. It can still be done, but maybe in another way. Um, there's one thing that I, I learned um, many years ago when I was um, going through a certain um, course. And our lecturer used to um, say that when he gives us something to do and people are struggling and all that. He said, there are so many ways and it's really helped me for many years. He said, if you have to do something, if you can't go through it, you go round it. And he does it with a simple circle and a line. You either go through it and you go to point A or you go around it, you still get to point A. So you have to find different ways of doing it mm. to be able to achieve um, that result in your life. So I had to even look at the way I eat because apparently my system had changed. And the food that I used to eat that I enjoyed so much, my system couldn't take it anymore. It's 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 funny or sad. That, 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 that is part of the realization. Oh, eh? you know, yes. One of my father said that review, when you are young, you need to learn to talk to your body. <laughs> but when you get to a certain age, mm. your body will start talking That's to you. <laughs> That's interesting. It, 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 it was very interesting to notice that something like contumery mm. that I love so much mm. that at least I have to eat once a week. Mm. Um, I started reacting. Mm. And I had to find a way around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I couldn't go through it, but I had mm-hmm. to find a way around it. I have it. to sing a song for through all the changing <laughs> seas of love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and and I thank God I've been able to mm. resolve that. Mm. Um I realized that I had to even take my time to eat because I'm always on the move when uh, mm, I eat. Um, I thought I ate fast, but with uh, I, I, time I realized I was not really a fast eater. Mm. So I had to even 
the way I had to eat. I couldn't just put everything in at a go. I have to eat a bed and wait mm. and bed mm. and wait. Understanding your body. Mm. Understanding how your your whole physiology is, you know. And then coming to the family. Now I'm no more, you know, parenting little kids running around, you know, um, like they used to be. Uh, you give them orders. Stop, sit. Don't do that. It's no more like that. Now I have adults in my home, mm. working professionals okay. that people listen to. Mm. And I have to change my style of relating, relating with them. I have to appreciate where they have reached. Mm. I have to learn to also, um, you know, allow them space mm. to be who God has made them to be. Okay. Not try to live. A lot of parents find end up or try to live their life through their children. Mm. The things they couldn't achieve, their dreams, they, they, they impose it. In fact, the, the, most <laughs> the time that you see the most is when, when their children they are getting married. Then you see that they would be trying to put everything in. But it's not only the marriage part. Mm-hmm. Every day you want your child to do, oh, when I, that's why we refer, oh, when I was girls, always first. So what? Mm-hmm. Your child is your child. Allow your child to be who he or she is. But you can. Permit, permit me to, don't lose your thought. Permit me to share this joke. They said there was a, uh, somebody was sweeping the room. Then there was an exam paper. Uh, no, there was there was a resource slip on the floor, and the father took it. He was angry. Look at you! Look at you! You got six in months, and seven days, and then then the girl was just standing there. And when I was in school, I used to get one, 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 one. No, no, that it was his old exam slip, <laughs> not a flash. So, <laughs> sorry, my for cutting you. Can you go? On? God is all sleeper. He told yeah. me his sons, and he didn't even take his time to look at the the, the heading. Shooting, I'm shooting. So I think it's time we allow our children to be. We don't have to be overbearing, trying to direct everything. City, a goal. You know, too many instructions. We should allow them. You mean with the age? Not like in your case where they are now young adults. Allow them to Mm. also find themselves, and Mm. and and whatever that you've taught them, believe that they'll be able to wait through this life. If you don't, if you baby them, you keep them home for a long time. Mm. Yes, because they still. And now we find that (laughs) a lot. Most of our children are still home. They they will eat your food. They you do everything for them, and they don't want to move out of your home. They are still babies, you know, both male and female. Especially when it's, when it's a male, it's painful because uh, a man has to move and then find and then cleave with somebody. But if you keep living with your parents when you are 30 years, 30, whatever, and, and if you have to take decisions, you are still um, waiting on your father to say yes before you can move on, then it becomes a little bit challenging. Also, when it comes to um, the, um, uh, the, uh, um, educating yourself or improving yourself, let me say, uh, for the kind of thing I do, I'm always busy. My hands are always full or my basket is always running over. But what I've realized is that sometimes I pick a book and I want to read from cover to cover and I'm not able. So what I do is that I don't really, really read 
story or novel. Mm. I read a lot of motivational stuff. So what I do is I just pick a particular topic and I finish it. Okay. Yes. And um, I try to read something every day. Articles, whatever. I try to read something every single day. Mm. There's not a day that goes by without reading. I'm always reading something, you know, getting new knowledge and all that. Um, Another thing that I'm happy about was um, there was a cause I was pursuing. And um, for my lifestyle, it was difficult. Mm. It's not that the cause was... A, a difficult cost to do, but my timing did not allow me, and I kept on pushing, pushing, and mm. yeah, deferring it, and all that. But uh, thanks be to God, after some introspections and uh, reframing and realigning and rethinking and refocusing, mm. I have been able to do it. Finished it got my certificate in and I'm very grateful to God about it. Congratulations. Yes. Well um, and um, when it comes to um, what else? Finance. Um, as a, an entrepreneur, you, I always tell people, I don't, peop, I don't receive money from people. People don't, in terms of Nobody gives me salary. Mm. I have to work and give myself salary and pay others. Yes, okay. And so sometimes it becomes difficult mm. when there's when things are not going the way mm. it has to go. And with the ripple effect of COVID lockdown and all that, um, I mean, I'm not going to go into details of all the things I do, but mm. as you know, um, with all certain movements I do mm. and all that had to come to a halt. Okay. It wasn't that easy. You go into your treasure troves and clear everything (laughs) (laughs) but then um in it all you still sit down and try to wait on god allow god to help you because i believe that ideas which are god ideas yield good fruits and so i take my time to wait on god to teach me the things that i can do that can turn around even in the midst of the difficulty okay. and still get plenty. Mm. And God has been very good to me okay. in that way. Yes, God has been very good to me in that way. So sometimes um, you go um, out of the normal convention, mm. but it has been good. Awesome. It has been good. Awesome. So I, I'm really grateful to God um, so far how, so far, and how far yes, right he yeah. has brought us. Awesome. Um, for me and my spouse or my husband, um, the day at a time we keep building on our relationship, making us better people, yeah, okay. having better understanding. We don't just leave it to chance that oh everything will work out. Mm. We take time to spend more time together. Sometimes awesome. I I always tell him. Sometimes I just sit by him. He wants to watch his program, whatever. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm really interested. I could get up and go and do something else, but I'll okay. just sit by him. And then chit-chat okay. uh, from time to time. Okay. It's just the company. 
<laughs> Dog is a jewel too. Jewel too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not yeah, all the time that you have that to be. Yeah, uh, somebody will say yabba yabba, talking, okay. talking, 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 talking. Sometimes, but you. sometimes even sitting together and doing your own things, but the presence, the presence. makes a whole lot of difference. All right, and and builds. Uh, for, for your permission, <laughs> for your, let me grant a comment. The dog is giving Marie the double two. <laughs> all right. So these are the things that I. I, I so far, I can talk about uh, awesome. um, I, I can go on with my siblings and my in-laws. I've, I've made yeah, okay. time to build all oh, these dear, things. Okay. And awesome. then when it comes to my spiritual life, my church and, awesome. and all that, God has been good. God awesome. has been good. Awesome. And Thank my you. mantra I want, uh, for the year that has really, really kept me is the Lord is my shepherd and okay. I shall not want. Okay, awesome. The Lord is my shepherd. Whenever I come to any, you know, dead end mm. or difficulty, mm. I just I just say it out loud. The Lord is my shepherd mm. and I shall not want. Mm. And God has come through. In fact, my children have even seen it because okay. I've said it so many, so many times. times. They okay. have seen things happen mm. because of that. The oh, Lord is my shepherd. I shall not He will definitely not lead me into the rough waters, but mm. the still waters and water my soul. Awesome. And that has been God's hand in my life. Awesome. So that's Marie. Yeah. Thank you. So if you are just joining us, yes, Doc is giving her the two again. If you are just joining us, uh, we are reviewing the year as individuals, as a family, as a farm life family. And we are sharing with you to do the same. And thankfully, also sharing with us, you can keep your comments and contributions coming on 0549-986-996. And we would share it as well. I am in the studio with Papa Amos Kevin Annan, Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, and Mrs. Marusaki. And... I'm going to take some of your messages. Today we'll open the phone lines as we go on. So please be ready. But when we do, keep your messages short and succinct and straight to the point. So we can have a few more people calling. We'll, I'll read your messages and we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Good morning from life. I started a year being unemployed, struggling with life. I even gave up applying for jobs because it was disheartening applying and not being sent any notice. God being so good... I got a job in July and it solved a part of my problems. I'm still dealing with intrapersonal issues and I hope as the year comes, as the new year comes, I'll solve it all. That's Emmanuel from Splinters. Thank you, Emmanuel, for sharing. We wish you well as well and good to know you got a job in July. Hello, from Life. Good morning to all of you. I'm a regular listener and enjoy your show very, every time. I'm a mother of three. I like the word that Papa Emma shared about being intentional in all the things we do. But we almost shared about reading four books in a month. Hey! <laughs> With an emoji. Uh, please, I want to know how, how I want to how know you how do, do you it. do it. I want to know how you do it. So, please no, take note. Please share about the time you are pushing to reading and how you manage that with your daily activities. I'm doing an IT course which is already intensive. Manage the home and my kids. Manage my business alongside how do I add reading other books to my daily activities? My kids are 7, 5, and 19 months. Anima. Okay, uh, 19 months. Okay, the child is Anima. She's also Anima from Bubashi. Thank you, Anima, for sharing. So, Papa, I must please take note of Anima. I've taken note of that. Yes. Okay, I think we'll take a short break, and then we'll be right back. I want to take a spot of music by everything by...
Lauren Diagel and we'll be right back. So if you are just joining us, we are reviewing the year, taking stock and looking at how we've done, how the family has done, and then how we can reposition ourselves and do better. So we have to reset, rewind, renew, redo, realign, reframe, realize, restore, refocus, and get moving. Somebody just shared with us about how for the half of the year he had no job and got one out, but thankfully he got one in July, and at least it showed him up than how he used to be. What is your narrative you can share with us? What have you overcome this year? What have you been able to do that you set yourself to? What target did you set that you've done? And how are things going with you? You can join us on phone. And share with us 0302-973-736. Again, 0302-973-736. Or 0302-224-959. Again, 0302-224-959. So keep your calls coming in and we'll be right here to receive it. Your comments, your contributions, your questions, we are ready for it all. And you can also keep your messages coming in on 0549-986-996. 0549-986-996. So I'll let 
he must respond to Enima's question about looking at her schedule. How is he going to make yeah, the time? I for think it? I think when I was mentioning, I I specifically mentioned that I do a chapter at a time. I'm not seeking to finish a book, as it were. So, for instance, when I'm going to the hospital for checkups or anything, I carry a book with me. Rather than be on my phone, I'll be reading a book. Mm-hmm. I like physical books mm-hmm. and so that I can make notes and markings in them. So that's one thing I do. Mm-hmm. I also tell myself I have set a target to read the book. Mm-hmm. You see, some individuals, is just reading for leisure. Um, mm-hmm. I don't do storybooks like Marie. I don't do, I, I mean, really, for the life of, unless it's an autobiography or a biography. But fiction and stuff, I stay away from them. Because those books tend to be voluminous. Yeah, okay. And you have to actually stick and stay. Because the suspense in them tends to be very high. Okay. But these ones that I read, they are not necessarily motivational. They are, some are academic writings. Some are all sorts of things. Uh, so you can do a chapter at a time. And don't feel guilty when you put the book down, because some people have that guilt trip. Once you put a book down, you feel like, oh, I've not accomplished it. No, I would come back and do it. Sometimes I'm reading like two books at the same time. I do a chapter here, chapter there, chapter here, chapter there, chapter here, chapter there. Before I realize, within two weeks, I'm done with that, those two books. <laughs> and then the next set of two weeks, I'll focus on, I mean, next year, for instance, one thematic area I'm really going to look at is the issue of forgiveness. And I've already, I mean, you've seen the list. I've already ordered. Yeah. <laughs> I've ordered the list. Yeah. Thank God I'm picking the first batch this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, sister, let's do it slowly, yeah. gradually. And sometimes, too, when you have people around you who are also reading, yeah. it also inspires you. Yeah. yeah. So, you know? the, the timing, like you said, the, the, the little way is just what uh, Vemos has said. The in-betweens. They go in and out, so you have a little time. You have the, uh, the food on fire, and it's going to take 30 minutes for it to be ready. That 30 minutes can be ready after you've set it on the fire. Mm-hmm. You can use 10 minutes. You, know, you have to be very careful about that. If you don't, no, it depends on it. No, it depends on it. Depends on it. Depends on the kind of food and food what it cooking. is. Yes, right. and the so, kind of material you're reading because sometimes you can, yeah, you can, you can, you you can, can get, get engrossed. engrossed. Yes. yes, you can get and engrossed. You, might forget. you can get engrossed. So basically, we are saying that it's not easy to make a long time to read. So you have to readjust your schedule a bit and take it in between activities sometimes. And then you don't have to finish all within a day or two days. Maybe for her information, I also have to add, I do less TV. So okay, yes. So that also <laughs> I, ha- that also I save on that yeah, to do my reading. Yeah. And I... Uh, Intense reading, I do yeah. it when my family is asleep. Okay. My intense readings mm-hmm. are all the when night. they are asleep because yeah. I'm a late sleeper. Okay. So when they are gone, then I'm sitting to... there doing some That's extra reading. Really mm. okay. So yeah, so let me ask this. Uh, I'll come to the doc. Yes. Um, the whole essence of a review is to see how well we are doing. Yes. And we say that it has been done in honesty. Mm-hmm. And is it only you as a person, or is it also good to get feedback from others? So as a family, should you do the personal one, then do the collective one? Maybe come together and see how well have we done as a family? Or how well have we done? And then look at all the, some of the, I mean, the areas you're speaking about, socially, financially, physically, relationally, um, 
and all the others. You get me? Is it is it necessary for uh, families to do it as well? Yeah. Besides the personal Actually, one? when you look at the interconnectivity mm. of human persons, mm. even looking at our intrapersonal perspective, yeah. how the organs relate to each other, mm. and they relate in a system of communicating to each other and receiving feedback okay. from each other. Mm. So the various organs, when you take in oxygen, communication, communication system manages the process mm. to keep the entire body healthy. The same way in our various life settings, you don't just have to think that whatever you are doing, the way you are doing is right, mm. is good, is nice. Mm-hmm. It satisfies you and maybe makes you feel that you are doing the best. Mm. However, if you don't appreciate the feedback yeah. from your environment, yeah. you may end up just running a soul run, be your own teacher, mm-hmm. be your own student, yeah. set your own exams <laughs> and mark it. Mm. You can't live a life like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do that. Unfortunately, there are some person types that are prone in behaving like that. Okay. So we need to, like I always said, search and know ourselves better. Then we can also arrange and manage some of these things. Mm-hmm. Feedback is always the best. Even if we take communication. Yes. In intrapersonal analysis, Communication is not the transmission of information. It's rather transmission of an understanding. So if it is a transmission of an understanding, then you, the giver of the information or the communication, you are not in control. Yes. You are not in full control. You are not in full control. Mm. It is the recipients or the receivers of your information that gives meaning to what you are saying. Mm. And Mike, you always say that meanings are in people. So certainly, if you want to live a better life, you don't have to depend solely on what people say. Mm. You must have your personal conviction as well. However, feedback from people Mm. help you to conduct yourself better and then also make you accountable. Mm. So... Most of the time, it is more like asking others around you within the family system, how well am I doing? Mm. What are some of the things I could have done differently that so, I am not So like doing? as a father or as a yes, mother? Yes, as a father or as a mother. You ask, once the children are old enough to you to give you yes, feedback, you should you can find ask. out. And mm. not only that, that you can... No, I mean, when they, I say when they are old enough to give feedback, yes. not, I mean... Like a year and, or two, and, old. And, mm, and, and others around us mm. that we can trust, friends, friends, where colleagues you yes. are close to. You may not necessarily want to say, "Give me feedback of how I am doing." Mm. I remember, Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I know of a chief somewhere who declared himself to be a chief. Mm. And have arranged all his children to always go ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Then they will be announcing who their father is. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So funny enough, because he has chosen people who will only tell him what, what he, he wants want to hear. Yes. But in an 
in an environment where you want to self-develop, you must be open enough to also hear feedbacks from people who may even criticize you in one way or the other. Because Look, let, let me, this word criticize, mm-hmm. I've come to realize that largely mm-hmm. it's that descriptor mm-hmm. that to a huge extent mm-hmm. makes people less tolerable to getting information. So I am of the opinion that I'm of the opinion that I'm of the opinion that rather than using the word criticism, mm-hmm. perhaps sometimes they are giving you information. Yes. So rather than considering that they are giving you, they are criticizing you, mm-hmm. because the fact that it's uh, unwelcome or it is uh, not positive in- information. That's not necessarily mean that a person is actually criticizing you. What, what, what do you think about it? Um, okay. Positive, con- uh, constructive, and uh, constructive criticism, and then the other. I, I am, I am, yeah, I am, I am increasingly coming up with that because I realize that the more people say, "Why are you criticizing me?" No, the is it because criticism as people negative yes as people as people the so, word yes. the word itself yes. psychologically mm. is sound more of a bringing down bringing down pulling down or an attack yeah in one way or yes. the other that is how psychologically the word presents itself and unfortunately by human nature yes the most difficult person to confront mm. is ourselves is that exactly more <laughs> you say Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My so, friend has come this morning. <laughs> so, the, the, the most difficult person to confront is ourselves. Yes. Now, when others help us to confront us, mm. it is not a new thing to trigger defense. Mm. Because even if we confront ourselves, we will still defend ourselves. <laughs> okay, so so coming, from coming from other people is multiplied. It's multiplied. <laughs> so, okay. feedback is very good. Mm. You don't go asking for give me feedback, give me feedback. Mm. But you just listen. You just watch. And many people may not tell it to you, but they may show it in a demeanor in one way or the other. Mm. So, when you are open-hearted and open-minded and push yourself from that point where you are always defensive, be able to say, I am sorry, when Mm. you are wrong. Be able to accept weaknesses Mm. and don't deny them because I always say that anything you deny, you cannot do anything about it. And anything you defend, you cannot change. Mm. So, if you have that posture, that always make you feel you are always right, you are always correct, you are always good, then certainly you are setting yourself up not to even receive the feedback at all. all. Because people will not give you feedback even if you badly need it. Mm. Because of your posturing. Okay. But if you are open-minded, open-hearted, knowing that we are not perfect, yes. I have weaknesses mm. and I have strength, mm. but I need somebody else also's views about how I see things. Let me bring this up again for you to uh, comment on. Mm-hmm. You know, often people think that it's only your weakness mm-hmm. 
that the feedback on it may be negative. Mm -hmm. But you know that feedback can even be negative on even your strength. Of course, yes. But you know, it is so subjective mm -hmm. that we don't even know. Mm -hmm. Because what you feel you call your strength, yes. somebody may see it and call it a weakness. Okay. Okay. And something you call your weakness, somebody may see it to be strength, depending mm. on where the person is coming from. Okay. And also from a human uh, perspective, we have different blends mm. of how our responses and our expressions go, okay. both um, uh, from oral perspective and from our demeanor. Mm. So receiving feedback on even your weakness and your strength, yes. which somebody may take to be weakness. Mm -hmm. That is where we become more defensive. Yes. When you are priding yourself in that, thing. in that area, <laughs> thinking that you are the boss of that area, <laughs> and somebody look at it and punch holes yeah, into okay. it yes. to deflate you, mm. the first reaction <laughs> is to defend yourself. Yeah. But isn't it a natural tendency, like they say, coping mechanism or defense mechanism? Is it so? Is it something that, in trying to do this review collectively as a family, mm -hmm. that parents to start with mm -hmm. and then children mm -hmm. need to be aware mm -hmm. that the information that may be given to you, if it's given at all, mm -hmm. is first dependent on your posture, mm -hmm. then two, it's dependent on the degree to which you choose to accept it. Because if I tell you once and you are very blunt or unpleasant, the next time there's reason, there's, uh, there's point one, point two, point three. I may give you point three, which is a milder one. Mm -hmm. And the real one that you need to change is point one because mm -hmm. of your hot of reaction. Course, yes. I may not give you. Is, is that the case? Then? Yes, it's the case. And one thing we need to look at carefully in that is our social constructs mm -hmm. and the belief system. Okay. In this part of our world, there are certain, uh, non-written codes mm -hmm. of ethics okay. that is being imposed on the society. When we even look at it from a patriarchal system that we are dealing with, and you are there to even measure how much children should express themselves to parents, mm. how much open they have to be. You don't say certain things, you don't talk to people, you don't express what you feel about people's views, mm. not to not to help them know how to do it and do it well, okay. but absolute condemnation. Okay. And this is what has silenced a lot of children growing up, okay. that they cannot express exactly the way they feel, mm. because it will not be acceptable. Okay. Some wives cannot give feedback to their husband, yes. because... <coughs> a, a, wife, you know, a wife a wife must be sub submissive. submissive so the submission we want to see is don't tell me even when I am wrong, wrong. Mm. don't even don't even let me know what I am not doing right mm. everything I say when you say yes then you are submissive okay. then you are very respectful mm. so the idea of what we think is our belief system that we have inherited okay so it is deep-seated, and it takes a lot of learning 
and unlearning to be able to come to that point where we are able to create the environment of flexibility Mm. to be able to even get the feedback in the first place. So just thinking, I need feedback, that's not enough. It's not enough to receive feedback. There's a lot of things to work on. (laughs) Thank you, Doc. If you listen to us, it's becoming evident that for all of us, even to do the review properly, particularly for yourself, and then also collectively as a family, there must be some realigning yes. in the way we, we think, we think yes. and receive and interpret whatever information. Otherwise, then the, the review process will not benefit us individually and collectively as a family because of our posture. So what we are encouraging ourselves this morning is check you. You check. only you only appraise yourself yes. and approve yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so you are both the player, the referee, and the linesman. That's right. And the judge. All right, Maria, I come to you to look, for us to look at having done all this, what must be our way out in terms of if you found out where you did well, where you did not do well, what should be our way out. But let me just read a few of the messages that have come in then. Okay, so where are we now? <coughs> so good morning, Farm Life team. Thank you very much for your great and wonderful topics discussed during the year. Myself and my family have benefited a lot. God bless you all. That's from Papa Ray at Tema. Thank you, Papa Ray. Good morning, Team Farm Life. God richly bless each one of you for the good work you do for humanity. I'm a regular listener of the show, but not a regular texter. Please, I really need help because I'm beginning to feel hopeless. That's an emoji as well. Because after struggling in the university to come out with a good class, I can't get a job after two years of national service. Mm. Wow. Okay, so please, if you call the number which I announced for the phone lines, uh, a number will be given to you. Other doc, Papa Amos, Mario, myself, and we we'll see how we can assist you. Good morning, Farm Life. Please, how do I get to see Dr. Hobson? I have noticed some changes in my son when he returned from school, but he's not giving me the right answers when I talk to him. Please, I need your help. Okay, so please call the number 0302 Again, and ask for Dr. Hobson's number to be given to you. Again, 0302-973-736. And ask for Dr. Hobson's number to be given to you so he can assist you. Thanks for such an awesome program. Dear Farm Life, what should be the best leadership style or parenting style and skill parents should exhibit on their children 30 years and above? That's King from Apam. So, Dr. we will take note. Uh, if, your, if your children are 30 years and above, what should be the kind of parenting style? All right. That is your show. That's Ken from Apparent asking. Good morning, Farm Life. I've listened to the show a number of times, and I'm grateful for what I hear and learn from the program. For the past years, I've been trying to enroll in a sandwich course. In a sandwich course. Thank God I've been able to do that this year. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for that. Anthony from Tamale. Big ups, Anthony. We are happy to hear that you've been able to enroll for your sandwich course as well. And thank you for sharing with us. So that's a positive for the year for you. And we share in your joy. Yes, so Marie, let me come to you. Um, what should be the posture going forward? Yes. Having done the um, meeting properly, having reviewed properly, individually or collectively as a family. Definitely after a review, there's going to be one big thing, which is change or a shift. There has to be a change. 
So a review is supposed to bring a change and make us better people. In finding out where you did well, you will look at how best you're going to improve upon it to make it even better. You never get uh, complacent and just say that, oh, me, I know how to do this, mm. so um, that's it. No, you have to improve upon it. If it calls that you have to get some formal education on it, if it calls that you have to get some workshops and seminars, if it calls that you have to um, even get your family members to help you even become better on it or at it, yes. Um, cooking, let me say cooking. Mm. Um, girls of today, they are cooking. Is um, Cooking is a challenge because um, the millennials or the Gen Zs or whatever, because there's always easy to buy and yeah. eat. Okay. But there's nothing like cooking your own food to eat. Mm. Okay. Somebody will do it for you, but will not do it like the way you can do it for yourself, which you suit your system. Like I was saying, if I always depended on eating outside and now my system is changing mm. and I don't even know, you don't know all the condiments they put in every food they sell out there. Mm. And you go and buy and eat, you go and buy and eat and you are not feeling yourself. Mm. Sit back and get yourself cooking so that you can, um, I, I don't have allergies, though, but when you talk to people who have allergies, you realize that, especially when it comes to food, it is a difficult thing to deal with. So you have to take your time and then, you know, one food, one food at a time mm. to be able to identify the cause of your problem. Okay. And if you don't do it yourself, how are you, how are you going to know? Okay. So it's very important. I am not saying this to uh, destroy the food industry out there. Mm also cook for people, but I believe that it is always good for us to, we shouldn't say that oh, in this generation, there's no need for, you can always buy. It's always good to learn to cook and cook home good meals for yourself first. And then later, if you marry and have kids, cook for them to eat. Yes. It's very important, things like that. I mean, as a family, one thing that is very, very important is to come to home-cooked meal. Mm. You come home and there's food to eat. Or sometimes you gather around food and, you know, have fun and do your communication and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, food always brings a lot of, uh, not just energy, but excitement and, yeah. and a whole lot. So um, it's good that if that area would be looked at in a family and make sure that everybody participates. It shouldn't only be the females, the males as well. A male can equally cook and, and cook well, you know, right. good tasting meals and stuff like that. So when you get to know, improve on yourself. If yours is organizing the home or putting things in order, improve upon it. But don't say that, as for me, I don't like cooking. I like to put things in order. So that's all that I'm going to do. Mm. Look at your weaker side and strengthen it too. Okay. Because soon when you're on your own, yes. 
you have to do all that and make mm-hmm. sure it balances. Mm-hmm. So in life in general, everything must always be on a balance. Yeah, so yeah. whatever that you do, don't get carried away on one. Uh, like some people say, hey, as for me, I'm an academic person, so it's always book and you are reading and, and not mind house chores. Yeah. Can you read and live in filth? No. You will be sick. Yeah. So you have to look at that. Some parents actually even encourage that. Oh, this is my child. It's oh, she's good at this. Mm. So that's all. No. Mm. You have to rotate. Mm. That's why even when we go to boarding school, see that they do a, a, a roster, a roster mm. and then it's not always the same thing that you get to do. Today you are you are cleaning the toilet. Tomorrow you are in the bathroom. The mm. next time you'll be in the dormitory. Mm. Another time you're in the classroom. It helps you find... So every parent at home should help their children to be able to balance even where they are not strong okay. so that they can move on to make themselves better. Um, yeah, so basically there must be a change. There must be a shift. There must be the mindset that we are going to redo it. We are going to... There's, there's nothing wrong in, in redoing it because whenever you redo, mm. it, it even comes out better. Okay. So look at yourself. If it, it is a strength that you have, build on it. Make it better. If it is a weakness, build it to bring it to an appreciable <laughs> level where everybody is happy and you yourself, you're happy. I think life is about when you're able to do things, you are happy. Whenever you accomplish something, it brings you joy. And we have to look at that and bring um, our lives to that point in the coming year and also be ready to accept um, feedback Mm. I would say because any effective communication involves sending or sender receiver feedback it's a loop and that's how any good communication must be so if you send a message Sometimes you say something and you say, then you say, <laughs> let me use this example. They say that the young men, when they propose love to girls <laughs> and then the, the girl falls in love. And then he said, oh, I, 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 I said this, but I didn't mean that. And, and then he tries to change. Then they start breaking people's heart. Uh, when I said I love you, I didn't mean that I loved you in that way, but uh, in, in another form or something like say what you mean. And, and do what you mean. Don't um, let there be too many meanings in things. And a friend of mine taught me something. Every time he's talking, he will try and explain to you. He's talking to somebody. And he will try and explain. And I was like, <coughs> why do you always have to explain? Oh, I'm, I'm talking. He says, like you said, uh, Mickey, that meanings are in people. He said, you don't leave gaps for people to do interpretations. Okay. Because interpretations can be in different forms. So it's always good for you to do your own interpretation so that the person knows that um, you are there with your wife. <laughs> you receive a call. <laughs> and you sit on the call and you are talking in quotes. <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, you think your wife won't do interpretations. She would. She would. Yeah. It's the same. If you are a woman and you are doing, and, and then the person guy. will do it, instead of saying, oh, I just spoke to Mr. Uh, Dr. Hobson. Mm. He was even talking about, uh, yes. you clear the air. Instead yeah. of keeping life in shady deals mm. for people to mm. do interpretations, and when they do the interpretations <laughs> for you, then you get angry that uh, that is not where you are. But your attitude make people make the interpretations for you in 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 all that you do. So yeah. please, let's look at some of all these things and let's make sure that in our communication, the feedback that we, or the impressions we are creating out there, yeah. they are exactly what we mean and what we want to do, yeah. not something else. If you are genuine, 
Be genuine. Open yeah. up. Open up. Don't be coding, coding, coding. You are not secret. Uh, uh, Marie uh, says uh, no, 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 no coding. <laughs> <laughs> you are not computer programmer. Be plain and all open, right. simple, uh, so that they will see your screen uh, with all the colors that it has to be. Thank right. you very Thank much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look, I wanted to take a moment to answer the thing about raising thirty-year-olds, and then Amos would do something about. You know, we are looking at getting better. And we are saying that women, Marie spoke about women learning to cook and to keep home. And I think that is something that we need to place emphasis on this time. Because those are necessary aspects of life that we should not trade for any new thing that is coming up, despite the fact that it must be a blend. So, Doc, what do you say about, uh, Mr. Ken asks about raising 30-year-olds and above mm. as a parent. How do, you, how do you communicate to them? How do you relate with them? Actually, that is the most difficult age bracket to deal with with Mm. children Mm. because it starts first of all with dealing with yourself first Mm. to be able to deal with them. Because by the time your children are getting to 29, 28, Mm. 25, 30, you yourself, you are going through a lot of psycho-emotional challenges Mm. that you are no more yourself. Okay. You are becoming sober <laughs> with how life is treating you. <laughs> so if you are not careful, you are just going to be translating what you are going through <laughs> to the adult children. Okay. Meanwhile, that is the time that they are getting to a place where they are taking responsibility yeah. to now begin to father you as mm. their father mm. <laughs> and mother you as their mother. So mm. they are now, the tables are beginning to turn. <laughs> so it's a very critical area, okay. which I am looking forward that we will take it as a topic okay. to deal with, Next how to deal with adult children. Okay. It's very, very key. Right. So the interpersonal relationship mm. must be that of friendship. Okay. That of colleagueship, if there is anywhere like that, mm. and that of partnership. Okay. If you are still holding on to, take for instance, when I was any time I travel back to the village, sometimes some of my elderly uh, mothers please wrap it up for me who want to even time. carry me on their laps okay <laughs> at this age <laughs> it is because of the way they are still seeing me okay maybe possibly they are still seeing that little boy okay. that they used to birth but now they not even think that he has yeah, grown up. up to be there so that is the fed mindset okay. because at that time whilst you are going through all these different challenges yes. the children have also gotten to a place where they have to deal with a lot of yeah, things thanks. at the same time. Okay, and think... the most critical one is yes. decision and choice that they have to make. Okay. So when you set in yes. to also make decision and choice for, for them, them yes. that is yeah. where the clash, the clash comes in. All right. So how to make decision and choice, yes. both for parenting and for the children towards their parents, yes. at that cycle is the most important area we need to Awesome. Thank you so much. So God willing, in next year, we we'll would make time and, and discuss it in, in depth. Yes. Very much. Yes, let's look at mobilizing men and how we take off the mask and how we become true to who we are. And we are in, by no means living out the women, but we are making a commitment to men. So please, what do you have for us on that? Well, I mean, uh, there's a resolution. I've given you one. I've given yes. Dr. one. I've given Marie's husband one. 
So she has it. Go give it to your husband, let him sign it, and you witness for him. The men out there, um, we can't do the comprehensive one, unfortunately, because time has been slashed to half. <laughs> but there was a three-minute voice that needed to be played before we did oh, okay. this. But so okay, then, then let's, see let's, let's do let's the voice. Let's, let's do the voice okay, and we'll do the commitment itself next let's week. Okay. All right. So Ikunim will give us and uh, Mrs. Sophia Dakwa Amano of Hope Spring Community. Mm. She's been very helpful in this okay. endeavor. Okay. Something targeting men, mm. initiated, encouraged by a woman. Mm. And for me, that speaks volumes. Okay. Kunim will play it. If you're a man in your room, in your car, just pause mm. and listen and respond. Okay. Next week, we will do the mm. actual mm. Um, resolution okay. itself. Enforcement officer. I've seen firsthand the deep hurt and devastation that fatherlessness brings in a child's life. Our prisons are full of men and women who have lived recklessly after being abandoned by their fathers, wounded by the men who should have loved them the most. Many of these children now follow the same pattern of irresponsibility that their fathers did. While so many mothers have sacrificed to help their children survive, they were never intended to carry the weight alone. We thank God for them. But research is proving that a child also desperately needs a daddy. There's no way around this fact. As you know, earlier this year, my family endured the tragic loss of our nine-year-old daughter, Emily. Her death forced me to realize that not only had I not taken advantage of the priceless time I had with her, but that I did not truly understand how crucial my role was as a father to her and our son Dylan. Since her passing, I've asked God to show me through his word how to be the father that I need to be. I now believe that God desires for every father to courageously step up and do whatever it takes to be involved in the lives of his children. But more than just being there, providing for them, he's to walk with them through their young lives and be a visual representation of the character of God, their Father in Heaven. The Father should love his children and seek to win their hearts. He should protect them, discipline them, and teach them about God. He should model how to walk with integrity and treat others with respect. He should call out his children to become responsible men and women who live their lives for what matters in eternity. Some men will hear this and mock it or ignore it. But I tell you that as a father, you are accountable to God for the position of influence he has given you. 
You can't fall asleep at the wheel, only to wake up one day and realize that your job or your hobbies have no eternal value, but the souls of your children do. Some men will hear this and agree with it, but have no resolve to live it out. Instead, they will live for themselves and waste the opportunity to leave a godly legacy for the next generation. But there are some men who, regardless of the mistakes we've made in the past, regardless of what our fathers did not do for us, will give the strength of our arms and the rest of our days to loving God with all that we are and to teach our children to do the same. Yeah, so that's something for you to think about as a man raising a legacy. All too soon, we have... We are touching down and we will have to be wrapping up for today. Thank you for coming into our, our space and allowing us to yours. So make time to review how the year has been for you as an individual and then also as a family. And let's reset, let's rewind, let's renew, let's redo, let's realign, let's reframe, let's realize, let's restore, let's refocus. Let's restrain the things that need to get done. So next year will be a better year. And let's be thankful. And all said and all done. Um, right after Farm Life today, we'll not have a normal big issue, but we'll have a special coverage of a special interview with the chairman of the planning committee of the NDC, the National Democratic Congress, Mr. Alex Segbefia. And then right after that, we'll have the NDC session that is, is, a, is a congress. Congress. Eh? It's a congress that will be happening right after. So this one, Alexis' interview will be from 9 to 10. And right after that, live on air here in City 97.3, we'll have the live coverage of the congress and all the things that go on at the Crasper Stadium. So thank you once again for your indulgence. Do have a wonderful weekend and stay tuned to any and everything city. I've been in the studio with Elder Amos Kevinanan, Dr. Emmanuel Hobson. Amos Kevinanan has, like he mentioned to you, registered his uh, business. So it's called Hearts Hearts and Habits Foundation LBG. That is limited by guarantee. And so I've been in the studio with Amos Kevinanan. CEO of Hearts and Harvest Foundation, Limited by Guarantee, LBG. Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, founder and CEO of uh, Center for Peace and Reconciliation, Mariru Saki, Mrs., who's an entrepreneur and a counselor. My name is Michael Mensah. We've been ably produced by Philip Nielati and Nanshika Caesar with technical support from Okla Danso. So please stay tuned. And you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for your time. Bye. Nothing's better than family for the ones who love you so. Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need They'll never leave you alone, no When your friends bring you down And they drag you through